Hi guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. This episode, I am joined by friends at the Falls, a band, and you know what? I don't meet a lot of people all the time who I tell them what the podcast is about and they just like get it. I'm telling you, when I asked friends at the Falls to be on the podcast and I told them kind of what the concept was, they instantly understood what I was going for. So you know what? We go all over this place about what it's like to be work in the music industry and, you know, chasing dreams. And they also called themselves uh, wannabe rock stars or rock bands. And you know what? I just felt like they really get it. And we had a great time talking. So I can't wait for you guys to hear. So you want to be an it girl? Hello and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Today I am joined by the two fan members of Friends at the Falls, Matt and Jake. Welcome guys to the podcast. How are we doing, Marley? Thanks for having us. Yeah, okay. So which one of you is which for our audience? Uh, well, I'm Jake, a uh, singer of Friends at the Falls. Love this, it. Then this is my voice. <laughs> and I'm Matt. I'm the drummer. Love that. And that's his voice. That's my voice. <laughs> okay, good. So, good. Very good. So now there'll be no confusion ever and everyone no. knows exactly. From here on out, you know. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. I want to go really far back. Please. Okay. Where did you grow up? When did music come into your life? When did you two meet? All right. Well, I'll start with the where we're from. Sure. We're from Mayapak, New York, technically Carmel, New York, but we went to Mayapak High School. Okay. We live spitting distance of each other since we were probably first grade, which, well, how old are you when you're in first grade? Six. I'm, I'm bad with that. Six? six? Okay, so six. That was very confident. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not good six. with the age to grade ratio. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we live very close and uh, we've done pretty much everything you could think of together. Summer jobs, school, um, I mean, then full jobs and now this. And um, I think in terms of music, it's always been around uh, each other's lives. I mean, I've been... My dad always had a guitar lying on the couch and you took drum lessons since like third grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Jake and I often will like, you might even see throughout this podcast that like, we weave through each other's mm-hmm. sentences very like fluently. <laughs> and uh, people even say, like Jake said, we worked a couple summer jobs together and people would be like, I've never had a friend like that close. Yeah. And, people get weirded out by it. Yeah. It's like, all right. Like, I don't know. We're just, we're just close, I guess, because. Not only did we know each other since first grade, we're just like interested in the same stuff. We hung out all the time. So it just feels like so natural. And, and to other people, it's like not apparently sound, not. Not even to sound like cliche. It's very yin and yang because like I could be a little much <laughs> and he uh, backs off a little bit and not and like in a good way where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, where I can be overzealous sometimes. He can, he can bring Was it, back. it always that way? Uh I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Because in the same breath, like, there could be times where Jake is very, like, outspoken in a good way, you know? Like, we or should a bad way. We, we should be talking to these people. And, like, it's because of Jake's, like, charisma that we go over and we say hi and this and that. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's, like I said, yin and yang. It's a balance. So. Yeah. And sometimes it gets me into trouble where I, I'll, I'll, I admire him very much for, uh, Kind of keeping a cool head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cooler heads cool. will roll, you know? I love that. But yeah, uh, to, to continue, we, uh, we kind of, so long story short, there is a, uh, like a program in our high school called Illusion. Okay. And it's, I, I can't believe it because I feel like high schools just don't do this. Picture, uh, a full, audition process for the school to do a rock show and you do yeah. you, you perform in front of about a thousand people in the community 
And yeah, and then you, so I was a singer and a bass player. I only tried out for bass because I wasn't, I knew I wasn't going to make it for guitar because everyone was way better than me. Was and that the popular category? Yeah, okay. for sure. And so I, I can remember I wrote down my name sophomore year of high school for guitar. And the day of auditions, I went and crossed it off, said next year. Mm. Next year, I wrote it down. I said, you know what? I'm still not going to make it. Let me do bass. And I learned how to play bass. And I made it in. Wow. And then I had a friend of mine who wanted to try out for vocals. And he said, I'm not going to do it unless you do it. And I was like, I'm not a singer, but I'll do it for you. And it's sad, but I ended up making it in. And he Aww. unfortunately didn't. But he's a good guy. Yeah. And uh, and Matt is a hell of a drummer. And you you actually – I give you credit for your confidence and perseverance. You tried out long before I did. I did. Yeah. Like Jake said, the it was really unique, the whole experience, because at the end of – uh, the semester, you'd play a show in front of like nearly a thousand people, like basically the whole high school plus families, friends, whatever. And every year I tried out, but they only take like two or three drummers, maybe. Oh, yeah. And, like same with like most instruments. Two yeah. Yeah. So like if there's, you know, 1500 kids in our school, it's pretty selective. Yeah. yeah. So. And I'd say, I'd say there's a solid like 75 to 100 kids that try out, you know, yeah. of like the music kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Like Jake said, he made it his junior and senior year, and then I made it my my senior year. Yeah. And yeah, that was just like a taste of like live music. Like we we had been in a joking band. I wouldn't call it a joking. Yeah, band. it was like it, it was, was like a cover band. It was, yeah, it's fun. You played with yeah. your friends, you know. Oh, see, cover. I'm thinking like it was like your way to be like, mom, I need to hang out with my friends. <laughs> like like no. we, we would do that anyway. We had like, <laughs> the tightest friend group in, in high school you could imagine, and like uh, our band name at the in high school is called Blanco Nino. Uh, oh, and then and so. Uh, it, I feel embarrassed. My mom's from Nicaragua. Okay. Fluent Spanish. She unfortunately never taught me, but mm-hmm. it's so simple. It means like white kid or white kids. Yeah. And we only, I only said it because I saw it from like a, that G.I. Joe sketch. Like someone, it was like before memes were memes. Uh-huh. And it's like, nice catch, Blanco Nino. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's funny. And I was like, I, I was like, wait a second. This could be a controversial banner. So <laughs> yeah, wow. I, don't know, I don't know if it would fly in 2021, <laughs> but. Uh, I this, like it though. It's thank part you. of it. Daring. Yeah. If there's anything that came out of that, it's that Jake started bringing like original music yeah. to the table. Okay. And it kind of like, I would say was almost the domino of like, you wanted to go to school for music. Yeah. Cause I was frustrated a little bit with it. Cause we had so much fun. And then I, when we, when it came to writing like originals, mm-hmm. I started writing them and writing them. And, uh, to be honest, there were probably like two other members of that band who were creatively way higher than me mm-hmm. like they were doing way uh, more innovative stuff but i was like kind of into like classic you know cookie cutter songwriting okay but i kept getting denied and so at some point i was like you know what i'm just gonna take these and record them myself mm. and there's no one else i'd rather be in it with than matt like Aww. he's my he is my drummer and like that's it mm-hmm. um like there's no one else i would play with so he recorded the drums and i made jake stan the most creative band name ever <laughs> very good and uh, i released a five song ep it was it was garbage but i did it in fact I you can, did it. Uh, you're, you've, did heard, it. you've heard this several times. I can prove it was garbage because there was <laughs> – I forgot what the name of the blog was. But a pretty decent blog wrote about it. And oh. I, and I was like, what the hell? This is unbelievable. Yeah. And so the guy says – he's like, a lot of love out to Westchester. We're from Westchester County. It's called. Or okay. Putnam County. There's a lot of love to Westchester. This kid's like just wrote this EP. I want to give it some love. And basically the way it worked is there would be five writers and they would put like a sentence or two of what they thought of your EP. Uh-huh. And I can tell you confidently that it, I think it's three or four out of the five were awful. Like I got trashed and I can, I can be exact with this. One of them said, this is a bolognese of everything I hate about pop music. Oh my God. <laughs> the other person said, this sounds exactly what I would think it sounds like to get your uh, penis smashed by a hammer. 
<laughs> and then I won't, I will be honest, I don't remember the other two, but they were not positive. But then the only positive comment was the guy who was like, and it was pretty much just like, hometown hero. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's so great to hear. It wasn't even complimenting the music. But you were doing it. I, and you know something? I, what I tell people is that if I was going to quit, that was the time. Yeah. Like, I would have been like, oh, you know, maybe I'm not that good at this. Totally. And, you know, uh, a lot of uh, hard work later, we're kind of mm-hmm. getting to a place now this year where... We're seeing some results, which feels good. You know, a lot of uh, TV placements and monthly listeners have gone up. And yeah. uh, we're still we, – we always like to call it medium success mm-hmm. where we're still working hard. Uh, but we're – there's a long way to go, but we're happy. We like to at least kind of have milestones. I have an analogy for that. I call it you've kind of – you've been drafted by the NFL, <laughs> but you're not like – you're not sure if you're starting or not. You're not you know? playing yet. That's yeah. fair. I, that, that is fair. That's a good Yeah. One. I really like football analogies. That's really applicable, <laughs> applicable to like quarterbacks because – some yeah. quarterbacks can ride the bench for years. For years. Yeah. And you're just as good. You work just as hard. Tom Brady only got a shot because Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Yeah, see, this I don't know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even that. See, I, when I was uh, in like middle school, high school, I was still like, into sports. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, I, I play more than I, uh, than, okay. I, than I watch. Gotcha. That's, that's the rest of my family. Very good. So at what point <clears throat> is like this bad? How old are you? Where are you living? This of- whole fir- – your first EP that you're playing on. There are two secret f- first EPs from oh. this <laughs> that, that have been taken down. Wiped off the face Wiped of the earth. Wiped off. Yeah, okay. so – it was the end of sophomore year of college. Okay. And um, at that – how long ago is that now? Like uh, five uh, years ago? Yeah. That was probably like 2016. Yes. Five, maybe six years okay. ago. And we just decided that, hey – and I remember Matt distinctly said this. And I felt very similarly. He was like, I don't want to be the drummer for Jake Stam. And I was like – Oh. I, was like, that makes I like that you said that. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. and, and it's – I, I don't really have much of an ego with that stuff at yeah. all. So I was like, dude – I hate that you're the drummer for Jake Stan. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we decided let's make a band name. Let's let's do this. You know, we didn't even. It's not like our my EP was great. You know, mm-hmm. one bad review. So at that point, we decided let's do it. So we were brainstorming. We were lifeguards at the time. We were brainstorming <laughs> five. I can like see it now. Yeah. <laughs> we were that was the tannest I've ever been. Same. We were dark. It was cool. <laughs> And there are two camps in our town, Sycamore and Camp Kiwi. Mm-hmm. And we went to Sycamore as kids. And that's like the towny camp where it's 150 mm-hmm. bucks. You go send your kid <laughs> there. And that's where boys become men. Love it. The other <laughs> camp is like $5,000 per oh. camper. And that is where uh, I guess you learn fine dining. <laughs> <laughs> they had like catering. They yeah. teach you how to fill out your country club <laughs> application yeah. for the yeah, future. But they're super it. nice owners. We, we love them dearly. Oh, but, good. but yeah, still, I think... We have we're we're happy we went to Sycamore, but the reason I bring that up is we actually lifeguarded at both. Oh, okay. In in college, yeah. Uh, over the summer, and uh, we were but we were at the like kind of the prestigious one. This when we were mm-hmm. when we formed this idea, the country club one, the country club, the country club one. <laughs> and we were doing five band names a day. It did not matter how stupid they were, and um, and eventually we kind of he landed on Friends of the Falls. He's, Where did that come he's from? He's the Godfather. Uh, like Jake said, I think we were not afraid of how stupid a band name can be, but we were also like, it's underratedly important decision, the mm-hmm. band name, because yeah. like, it's we, the whole brand. We always say like, if the Beatles were called the Mashed Potato Boys, like, would they be the Beatles, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, which always amazes me because DJs have, I, and I'm a huge EDM person, or I was at once upon a time, so I don't mean to like slam it by any means, but like, <laughs> EDM names are the dumbest. Yeah. And then there's the a bunch dumbest. of, and we're not like saying ours is the best in the world, but it's mm-hmm. at least unique. Yeah. And it has a little bit of a, uh, like where we came from in it. We grew up around Croton Falls, New York. So Falls okay. always like uh, valued our friendship, like a step above mm-hmm. the musicianships or like this is 
you know, what we hold most uh, dear to our heart, like what we value the most, Friends of the Falls just kind of made sense. I always tell him that I I don't like to hate our band name. I don't dislike it. I like but it. But I wish it was shorter. Really? And, I w- and there's some things I wish we could have changed, but at the same time, he hit the nail on the head. I'm more thankful that it could have been way worse. I have the original list. It's an opaque yellow, which was a nice white loose leaf at one point because <laughs> it's so old. And it says every band name. There's like – there's so many. There's like Moon Bear. There's uh, <laughs> Mouse mouse Hero or – I don't even know. There's a bunch of random animals mixed with adjectives. <laughs> I love it's, that. It's weird, yeah. But um, yeah. So, anyways, we come up with Friends of the Falls, mm-hmm. and then for the better part of junior year, did you agree on a sound at this point? We uh, we've always had overlapping sound. Okay, yeah. I feel like I, I think our influence always came because we listened to bands like The Killers, Coldplay, mm-hmm. like Walk the Moon, 1975. Yeah, and ever since I think for me, I'm very I'm very stubborn with my music. What I listen to because I pretty much listen to the same four or five bands a day. Oh, but, well, you're better than me. I listen to the same four or five songs a day. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but like, if I if you're accepted into my clan, mm-hmm. you you have a real fan. Like I buy the merch. I am very happy being okay. Big, you're committed. I'm the biggest High fan in the world. So I've all, I yeah I I I'm a dedicated fan mm-hmm. but matt i heavily admire because he he knows all the cool kids stuff man mm. i think i'm big on like music discovery so okay. like i'll kind of like find my way through spotify to see what upcoming bands are popping off right now and i think it also helps with the music business side of it because like uh we want to know agree. what labels uh which artists labels are signing these mm-hmm. days and like what are their numbers like so mm-hmm. i'm always like oh jake check out this band they're pretty good yeah and i try not to make excuses for myself but there was a time where we were pretty in line with like that and discovering bands and everything mm-hmm. and then i kind of fell off and it's just cuz like, i feel like there's so much stuff to be done as a duo yeah and we kind of separate the jobs i was literally just about to ask yeah, that yeah yeah and we do a good job of it too but there's certainly uh there's bleed into each other's jobs, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and then there's... Okay, so let's get into this. First off, how... When are you guys like, we're doing this professionally just for confidence? Yeah. So so here we go. So we just... We made the band and I think by the end of junior year of college, we had made an EP. Did you two go to college together too? No, we could have. He got accepted to my school. Uh-huh. But, I only, so you're doing this not together? Not together. Yeah. The commitment. Love yes. It. Yes. And I, th- I think we're closer because we didn't go to school I together. Agree. I agree. I actually really agree with that mm-hmm. with yeah. kids you grow up with. We were able to like really become individuals and then after college yeah, sort of like amoeba to each other's friends too yeah my, my friends are his friends and his friends are my friends totally you know uh, it was nice but um <clears throat> by the end of junior year mm-hmm. we had made a record called croton i believe it was ju- junior year mm-hmm. yeah and then we also the next year had one called we are friends and both uh, they're very clearly us like dipping our toe in the water very clearly like mm-hmm. production is low grade and uh i sound like a child and i'm de- <laughs> i used to have something that uh one of our old friends told me about called basement syndrome. Where I, What's that? So when I used to be in the basement of my home, I didn't. I was embarrassed when I was used to sing for the first time because you don't, you know, get used to the sound of your voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do the people upstairs think about it? And um, so I used to kind of sing like, 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 like down here, like kind of oh, scared okay. and like I don't want anyone to hear me, but I want to sound good and and yeah. So that carried over for a bit, especially into those first two records. Okay, and. Um, and this um, is we had to address that. It's like 2017. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't until 2018 with our yes. EP Wild in Our Ways mm-hmm. that we really were like, this is like a good staple of professionalism, both like songwriting wise, production. Like, give her a date, June second, 2018. Wow. When <laughs> when Stay All Night came out, that was our that was like 
that's what we consider our initial start date. Love it. It was like, okay, we're serious. The production's there. The songwriting's getting better. Mm -hmm. We kind of knew it was exactly what we wanted to do. And, uh, yeah. And so then we ran with it from there on out. Yeah. It was also like when we released Day All Night, our best performing song on Spotify. Uh -huh. Like right away we got on Discover Weekly. So it pops like, wow. we, we woke up we're like, the algorithmic oh. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, oh, we got like 14,000 streams in a day, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, our streaming numbers are getting better. They're not like astronomical yet, but that was the first taste of like, okay, like clearly. The other ones just sat, collected dust, yeah. but these are being listened to. These yeah, new songs. I think I think I gotta hand it to the up production value. We we decided that if there was anything we were gonna, we've done an amazing job, an amazing job. I don't want to say penny pinching, but mm -hmm. being frugal with our spending and knowing what to spend on. Sure. I think a lot of bands fail because they're like, oh wait, I'm gonna pay for marketing and production, and can you record that. my record and all this stuff, mm -hmm. but. You got to hold back, man. You got to pick and choose your battles. Right. So for me, I went to school for audio engineering. And even before that, I kind of had an idea of like how to record a decent song, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what I, what we do, what our secret sauce is, is that I will track everything for, I'll like track and mix our whole song. Mm -hmm. We send it out to, big shout out to Andrew Mari, who does all of our mixing. He is a godsend. Love that. <laughs> He's one of the people that are on, in our corner that like we couldn't live without. And so we, we said, if there's going to be anything we spend money on, it's going to be the songs. Okay. And then after that, we get a mastered and voila, finish Friends of the Fall song. Yeah. But we got that advice initially from the drummer of a band called Small Pools. You probably heard maybe one or two of their songs, Ooh. but maybe don't know it. I probably don't know it. Yeah. yeah so, I'm like horrible. Like my boyfriend's like, this is my chemical romance. I'm like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was listening to them today in the gym. Uh, but yeah, so the, we, we see the show. We, we love them at the time. It was like, oh my God. And even still now and so we go up to the drummer after the show and we say what is your advice for a band that's mm -hmm. like like us you know because he said good songs he's mm -hmm. like he's like you're nothing without good songs yeah. and we found ourselves at that time like oh let's try to get on a tour let's try to do this this and this right but but you can't really do it unless you have a good the song. product comfort it comes no first question. yeah like no the question. thing you actually want to be good like that's that's literally how i feel about the podcast like it's the podcast first like yeah. you know for the first year i Oh, little under a year. I didn't give a fuck about the Instagram. <laughs> I was like, I literally can't care about it. Like, I just can't. But the mm -hmm. thing is, like, you have to put it in on the thing you want to actually be doing. Yeah. Because yeah. if not, you're not a band. You are, you're a touring person. And that's exactly right. it. Yeah. And like, especially, uh, on that note, you kind of have to play the part. And, uh, how do I put this? You have to play the part both in a live sense and a recording sense. Mm -hmm. And you have to wear a lot of hats. Right. And we just had this conversation with our buddy named Brian where like, you, is it better to be a jack of all trades or a master of one? I know. And, it's a tough one. And I think in this day and age, it's impossible to be a master of one. Cause I agree. You cannot just say, Oh, I'm the best guitarist in the yeah. world and run with it. Some people can for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think if you're in your twenties at this point right now, it's so, you hard. have to know how to do everything. Yeah. And it's to your point too, yeah. like, uh, there is the songwriting, there is the tour aspect, there is the social media, mm -hmm. like, uh, management, there is the, like, there's so many different Dude, like, things who does to the juggle. Emails? We edit all our music videos. It used to be both of us, it's mostly him now, so. Yeah. The way it's split sort of generally right yeah. now is business and creative. Okay, that was my and, literally and, where I was going. And I was going to say, if anyone can see this, I'm pointing at Matt for business. <laughs> they and can. 
But um, but we, like I said, we very much bleed into each other's thing. Like, yeah. Uh, so we have our own connections that we've built over the years, mm-hmm. both individually and together. So like, if we're playing a show in New York, that's like my market. Right. So like, I'll be the one to reach out. And same goes for him with like, uh, just probably day to day. Yeah. For me, I'll I'll work like ten hours hard one day, <laughs> mm-hmm. like hard. I won't leave my computer. Yeah. And then the next two days, I you might can't. I might not. You know. Yeah. He puts in a nice consistent three or four hours every morning. Yeah. I, that's an, I feel like I'm both of you. Um, that's so interesting. You say that. I think it was Liza Schlesinger. I was listening to her talk on a podcast. She's a stand-up comedian and she was saying like, you know, she's a creative person and that's really what she does. Yes. She is. I think she's very smart and she does have business savvy, but she's like, you know, some days, I just have to like watch Seinfeld and clean my office <laughs> because that's all your, you can do. Or curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Guys. And then like that's all you can do because you've burnt out on it. And so you yeah. have to like re creatively t- recharge. But then I'm like, well, if you spread it out, does it last longer? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Right. What? Well, can you go? You go, buddy. No, I was just going to say like, we do a good job oh, of balancing all of the hats that we have to wear because like Jake said, he's the primary songwriter and like he'll be focusing on like the tracking and uh, producing of this track that we're working on today mm-hmm. and I'll be like sending off emails for Spotify marketing or this and that. But uh, Jake will take time to be like, I want to get in the show. I'm going to send out an email. Or yeah. I have like, Jake, I have some demos that I've been working on. Let me yeah. show you some. He gives me some mm. good demos. Like he, there's a new song on our uh, new record, Be the Change EP, called Like We Used To. And uh, that's all Matt. He came in wow. and and for some reason, like, let's say hypothetically that I made that demo that he did. Yeah. I'm, it may collect dust because I just, I'm very critical on my work. But since Matt gave it to me or someone else, okay. could have been anyone, could be my mom, who cares? Mm-hmm. I get so jazzed up so quick. Aww. So he gave me the demo. I was like, give me every stem to this song right now. I'm going yeah. for it. And <laughs> I don't even know what a stem is. <laughs> it's like a, the individual tracks. Okay. Yeah. Like, and and to Jake's point, like you can get in your own head and be like, whatever the notes are, C, G, D. Yeah. And you're like, this yeah. is the worst thing ever. And then I give him the same thing, C, G, D. And he's and like, this is amazing. You do this? this is a beautiful. You know what? You said this would happen. I'm taking your water. Take it. <laughs> okay, so music seems glamorous, right? Yes. Being in a band, like living life. Tell us about the glamorous side first. Yeah, I mean, what are the cool things? We, I think, what revs my engines all the time. What kind of keeps me going is that it's so possible for Matt and I, or anyone who really puts the correct work in, and and years of perseverance. We're firm believers that there might be artists that pop off in a year or two, mm-hmm. but. I think more often than not, your your oh. your new success, your new artist has been around for seven or eight no, years. No, that's how I feel. I'm saying an overnight yeah. success took ten years. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and, yeah. I, and I'm a firm believer in that. But um, the glamorous part of it for me is is the goal, is the end goal. Mm-hmm. Is that we've always we've never wanted fame or fortune. We've just wanted to play our songs in front of as many people as possible because the live shows is where it's at for us. Mm-hmm. And we and that that's kind of what keeps me going is like that beacon of light where it's like oh. I can do this. Me and Matt can do this. The songs are there. The production's there. Let's just stay in the game long enough. Gotcha. And we we, uh, like the idea of building something up from the ground up. Yeah. So, like, the fact that we've been here doing this for X amount of years and now... Uh, we're seeing some results from it and like we still have our eyes set forward like yeah. this is how far we can go there's really no ceiling to it yeah so they're it's really, exciting i agree man you know and it I, what do well i guess you're from new york so it's a yeah. little different so, people are a little more like yes yeah, so we moved to la that. about two and a half years ago mm-hmm. and when we by the time we left we had amassed like 
like a, a crowd of like 250 people to wow. a show. And we were, yeah. it was solid. It was something you could definitely yeah. tip your hat at. And the rule of thumb that you hear on, if you were to like Google, uh, how do I get a booking agent or manager's attention? They'll yeah. say, well, listen, if you can bring a hundred people in your hometown, trust me, you'll get the attention. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, we played it four times and sold out like a 250 cap venue and we got no attention. Okay. That was my follow up. And question. that's the, that's the not glamorous, I guess, part of it. But, yeah. Um, the flip side. But you got, you gotta have the thicker skin. You gotta take, mm. we, we do a great, you know what I love that we do? We laugh, we make a joke out of it. Totally. Like, oh, buddy, guess what? That booking agent we wanted, he said no. It's like, oh, okay, that's yeah. great, buddy. You have know? you read Tim Grover's book? He's no. a reader. You should. <laughs> what, what is it called? Resilience. Okay, I'll try yeah, that out. It's a, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna spoil it. But it's, <laughs> you know, it, but it's all about like, you know, you're going to hear a million notes. All you need is one yeah. yes. Yeah. It's that's, so and that's it. So yeah. uh, when we started for the first year, or I guess say two years maybe, I have a How folder. many years has it been to? I think so. Here's yeah. here's the order. Okay. Three serious years where it, we were okay. like, we're doing this. Got it. And probably four and a half years of like, we're, we're, we're the conception. What are we came. doing? Yeah. yeah. That feels so similar to me. Yeah. 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 And that's a, it feels, it feels like not a long time at all. Right? Cause yeah. when, when you think about that, I mean, it depends what your mindset is. Mm-hmm. But for me, five, six years isn't a long time it, <laughs> it in my, in my, yeah. <laughs> I guess like for what we're building and I, uh, and I guess I kind of know the gravity of that. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that. I feel like it could be eight to 10 years and like that's mm-hmm. where it starts to like. And okay. it's like, this is your what again? Uh, yeah. What, what year is this? Oh. I, I, I say since we've been taking it seriously, like three. year three. Yeah. Okay. And that's track. There's some traction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like that's where that, uh, EP that we kept up, we yes. released. And everything before that was like dipping our toes in the water, right. like figuring ourselves figuring. out. And, and again, it just comes with the hardships. We mentioned it to you briefly mm-hmm. before that, like we've had some lineup changes. We've had like the move. There's, there's mm-hmm. always, there's some things that happen that it's okay. Like it feels like two steps forward, one step back. Right. But at the end of the day, it's still forward moving, you know? Exactly. And it all goes into like how much of a beating can you take? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we've been sure. taking a good beating and we like it. Yeah. We get, we're like Rocky. We're the Rocky of small bands. <laughs> I like that for you. you. Know? <laughs> I like that. When did you make the move to LA? January 2019. And you moved together. Yes. Yes. It was already like that was figured out. Yeah. Why get, LA over New We York? moved into a house of seven people, Ooh, which God. went down to five, which went down to two. So now it's just you two. It's just us two. And a dog. There were some girlfriends. <laughs> there was some, there was some drama. And, uh, luckily, I think our living situation with us two has been lovely. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Um, I think one of the main reasons LA was the choice was because, like, everyone says, you know, the music industry is so hot out here. And at least in terms of networking, it really is. We've yeah. met a lot of great people. Uh, just by like going to shows and yeah. you know reaching our neck out here and saying hi. So I still have- prefer the live scene in New York, but I and I okay. think I'm a little biased just from a growing up there and b us having great shows there. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that the networking here, we've met so many great people. Yeah, and not only that, like I think I feel like it follows us, not just like the stigma of our band name, but like whenever we come in contact with people, we tend to want to be friends with whoever we're coming mm-hmm. in contact with. It's just natural. We're like. Anyone that we, any connection we make, we try to make that bond as close as possible. Tell me about the people that are in the scene. In the scene? The scene. The, the scene where the, you know, the cool kids hang out and make music. You know, the people. <laughs> well, like- we, we can tell you some of the people who have helped us out so far, mm-hmm. given us guidance at yeah, least. Yeah, we've had a couple people. What are they like? It depends They're on the person. All okay. the butt shapes and sizes. Like, uh, 
Shout out to Keith, our friend Keith. Yeah, Keith uh, is he, work, he works at Universal Music Group. Oh, cool! And he works in the sync department. And he gives so, us some good guidance. Yeah, yeah. that's some it. Really he, good he's guidance. no by no means like a manager or this. He's just like yeah, a friend yeah. who believes in us yeah. and like helps us out. Mentor. Yeah, he's yeah. A good guy, man. It's like yeah. o- over this past year, um, he was able to introduce us to the producers of Love Island USA. Oh, wow. We've and had, how many songs? We had nine. Nine songs nine on songs it. From that. Love Shut Island. the fuck up. And that yeah, helps you out. So. It helps yeah, you out. that's sick. Right. It's exposure and like financially, like yeah. great. Yeah. So. One night, our song "You Don't Have to Be Alone" had eighty six Shazams, and, and then within the hour, what did it have? It was like three. Thousand five hundred. I didn't know Shazam game stats, but of course, yeah, for artists, yeah, Yeah. or I think for everyone, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely been useful in that sense. And then he's also just a great friend now. Like we went kayaking last week. I can't wait to go bowling with him next. (laughs) Right, so people like people are giving. Yeah, yeah. Are there people that are shitty? Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, that's naturally and uh, (laughs) naturally. Um, That's the thing is, I think you guys take the good with the bad. Yeah, uh, and you kind of soon like we met one of our. So we have a song called "Just a Little More," Mm -hmm. and let me start by saying that not out of like an egotistical thing, we don't really collaborate much with other people because I think we're still trying to make our own brand Mm -hmm. and make our own sounds. So like, we don't want that to be too premature and like collaborate with other people. Totally. But that being said. We met some two really shady managers mm. who tried to really wine and dine us. They brought us to a great restaurant. Wow. And, uh, but we ended up- That sounds so LA. It, it was, it was New actually York. New York. It was New York. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And we met um, this- They introduced us to this kid, uh, our age, uh, and he's from Amsterdam. His mm-hmm. name is Martin. And uh, that's probably the best thing that came out. Is, first of all, Martin's the man, and we are still good friends with him. Huh? And he's a great songwriter. Yeah. But the two guys were like- Dude, we they sat us down. They're like, "So, what do you guys think about going pop?" And it was just it immediately did not have our interest in mind and like yeah. kind of what we wanted. And they were very nice. And then they ended up deading us. But we, what came out of it was Martin. Martin, who Martin. made he's a good guy, man. Just a little more is probably one of my favorite songs, and it was severely. I when I, when we made it, mm-hmm. I was certain, and I and this is like the attitude we have with so many songs, pretty uh-huh. much every song. We're like this is gonna be it. Yeah, this is the hit. We did it. I High think that's five. What you need, right? You know what? And it's amazing. I unplugged my headphones. <laughs> but they weren't even. Really they weren't plugged really in. working in the first place. <laughs> but anyways, oh, I don't want them to work. There we go. Cool. <laughs> and so yeah, we're like high five. We did it. And sure enough, uh, it, it was one of our more lukewarm songs and, really? and which was shocking to me. It was yeah. like, ah, oh, man. So you never, you never really know you what, really what know. the people want and when they want it. Right. Cause we've noticed that every time, time if we release a song in November, we, November's cursed for us. Really? <laughs> it doesn't do well. That's yeah. my birthday month. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I think it's cause okay. it's right around the holidays. People want to listen to Christmas music, yeah. not like indie rock. I actually <laughs> hate Christmas music. So, <laughs> yeah. So you can send it to me. I'll listen to it. Oh, my <laughs> That's, That's funny. So, like, there's, yeah, timing's everything. It's cursed, sure. Really? I feel like... November's cursed, <laughs> and, I, and I don't feel great about February. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, let's get into the sound, then. What's the... Sound. What's Our sound? Yes. We we talk about this a lot. We we're, we aim for alternative rock at all costs. Okay. But sometimes land on indie rock. And, okay. And or the, and the hybrid. Sure. So, essentially, we want... When we write a song... Matt's actually gotten really good at this and reminded me like, we want this to fill a stadium, an arena. Mm-hmm. That's the band we want to be. We right. don't want to be uh, very popular these days are like kids that want to be known as their bedroom pop band where they're sad boy. And yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's they're what wearing I'm a beanie. They have a couple of sleeve tattoos. Oh, and, boy. Yeah. yeah. And, they're, and they're sitting in their room making 8 bits. Which synth I love. Sounds, which is way. cool. But. There's some, and I'm not downing them. That's just, the, it's yeah. the brand right now. That's, yeah. And we don't really fit that mold where we want to be 
you know, captain of the ship, you know, mm. and just be, I don't even know what the, the best way to put it. We want to be at the front of a giant crowd, which is so easy to say, but sure. that's what we want to emulate in our songs too. Mm, that's okay. where the special part comes from is that we don't want to just have a small sound to fill yeah. a small room. I yeah. think that it comes across in the bands that we admire so much that they're the ones topping the festival bills, you know, like yeah. the Killers, Coldplay, whatever it is. Like these are the ones that are playing There's to tens reason. of thousands of people. Maybe I don't want to speak for you, Jake, but sometimes we put pressure on ourselves, like especially uh, Jake with the songwriting, because it's easy to pump out like a quick pop yeah. melody, you know, yeah. and like we definitely have any pop influences as well, sure. but we want to try to like lean alternative rock just because um, we've we've uh, kind of realized that those are the bands that last. Yeah. Some mm. indie pop bands or pop music in general can burn really bright, really fast. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. But then it doesn't like last, you know. I've talked about this. I want to be the Twinkie of alternative rock, not a carrot. I need you to change <laughs> that, that because I, I don't like Twinkies. I'm sorry, but I've made that. Twinkies last before. forever. Remember, remember? Oh, I get it. I thought you meant like everybody yep. likes the Twinkie. And no, I was like, you remember oh. when I made that up? <laughs> they man? last forever. I was like, yeah. I, was like, I, was like I was like, I want to be a Twinkie. You pulled that out of your back pocket. Yeah, I did. Last forever, and a carrot. Although I love carrots. Will eventually spoil. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what? We want to be the Twinkie. <laughs> okay, I, now I get the. Now I get it. I was like, I was like, not everybody likes those. Though. Yeah, you know, I had a deep fried Twinkie in Venice, and yeah. I was in love with it. Okay, well, anything deep fried. So yeah, that's true. So I'm a huge sweet tooth. And really? So it's so bad. That's the, funny. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason, one of the reasons behind me like working out and staying in shape or running and everything is just to eat, just to eat as much as I can. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah, I got. I went to Target and got a monster cookie ice cream. We won't even get into it, but it was unreal. Wow. That's. I'm now we're gonna we're yeah. gonna put a pin in that one. Yeah. Please. So, what do your friends, family back home think? It's a good question. It's a very good question. Supportive. Very for the most supportive. part. Yeah. I think we've been lucky. And, uh, that first of all, like my dad has always been a musician, not like, not, not like, uh, like career wise, Mm -hmm. but I've always loved dearly that he's such a creative man. And he, like I said, he always has a guitar in every room. Yeah. So you can't help it. If you're sitting there watching TV, you're like, okay, I'll play a couple chords. Yeah. You know, you're playing. And, uh, that's been good. I think, I think when we started the band, if it wasn't good, he'd be honest. And I kind of respect that. He'd be, yeah, because he said, too. he's like, ah, oh, it's not my favorite song. Mm. You know, but, but at the same time, he would, he supports us every, every step of the way through. Same yeah. with Matt's parents. Yeah. And the same thing we said about our friends, too. Yeah, like, I yeah. agree. Especially when we started in New York and we put on shows. A come lot. to every show. Yeah. Friends come to every show. Wow. And then the exciting mm-hmm. part was seeing, like, all right. You play your first show, it's all friends and family. Mm-hmm. And then you play the next show, you're like, oh, we, ha- we got some fans from last time. 90-10, you know? Yeah, and then, like, mm-hmm. by, like, a few shows deep, you're like, all right, now it's 50% fans and yeah. 50% friends yeah. and family. And, like, wow. you want to try to just, you like... Lean off. But it, without the support of the friends and family to start with, we wouldn't have gotten those fans. Yeah. A lot of so. shows are like, okay, you want to be on the show? Can you sell 40 tickets? It's okay. Uh-huh. Like, I guess so. And then you ask your friend, and then you ask your friend if he wants to bring a friend. and Right. And they, so it's you need that support system, I think, to get started. It's, or it's at least harder. Totally. And some people would say that support system is crippling because they mm. get inspiration from like, you know, not from like the hardships. Ugh, I do not fuck with that mindset. I think it's tough. I agree. All. I agree. I think, I think need, it's toxic. I think it's necessary to have a support system. I think it is type. too. I yeah. get really worked up over that whole like you have to suffer for your art yeah. blah 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 i don't think that's that can happen yeah and you know what more power make beauty out of you know hard times ugliness whatever yeah. 
but it like you don't need to fuck up your life yeah. to get there. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's like self sabotage. And as this is where I said that we are, uh, you know, the confessions of a wannabe it girl. Yeah, we are. This is the confessions of a wannabe rock band. Where right. We are very clean cut guys. You know, like, for me personally, I'm super straight edge. Can count on one hand how many times I drank alcohol. What? Never done drugs. Never smoked anything. Shut the fuck up. I, I the least rock and roll band. Yeah. I, 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 this is becoming a trend. I no. What? I, well, I've been doing it for 26 yeah, years. Yeah. So you're you know? like so on I'm it. the setter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, uh, yeah, I can't even tell you how many, I don't, I don't drink coffee, you know? And at this point, it's like, uh, for, especially for him too, you know, he's, look at, just look at that physique. Yeah, you, you both have really good skin. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Nice. Knuckle touch, buddy. Uh, but yeah, um, the, where, what I'm getting at is that we are not the, poster children rock and roll kids that like you know smoke and cigarettes right. and you know i we we've always believed that there's a sense of a huge sense of business behind a band Ooh. and you need to treat it as so it's a small business yeah yeah you know go into that because i feel like it's so under talk no i mean yeah. for sure i mean it's, you cannot being a band is not sitting around and like uh, having a laugh every day you know sure we have our fair share of great big hearty sure. laughs but at the same time there were the work needs to get done yeah and especially in this day and age there's not going to be some guy with his pockets full of cash saying let's do this you know yeah <laughs> you almost need to treat it like a nine to five where like although it might not be nine to five like jake said you might wake up at noon but then like you do work from eight to two mm-hmm. whatever it is like you need to sit down and put in the work you do both on the creative side and then also the business side because yeah. we always say first of all most important by far you need great songs Absolutely. and then you need to get them heard yes mm-hmm. so like it's once it's out there the work is just beginning you know yeah. you get it into people's uh playlists and this and that and then you're on to the next thing and so. that's where we i think we we we're very good at being objective of what we need to work on too mm. we're oh my god it makes me so happy when someone says like like if someone in the industry or like uh, i'll say someone we've networked with tells us what we're bad at Ooh. i'm in love with them really I love it so Self-love. much. It's amazing, man. Cause yeah. it's like, I don't need you to fluff me up you and say, You guys are ready yeah. then. Oh, I love it, man. I love when people tell me what's wrong. Um, <laughs> unless they're wrong. Unless they're wrong. Then we no, don't. But, uh, no, but I seriously do because, um, we've had, like, we, I think a new area for us is paying for marketing. Okay. Cause we've kind of decided that, okay, we've taken this pretty far ourselves mm-hmm. and we definitely can take it farther ourselves sure. but we do want someone in our corner to maybe help us with the marketing it's not our strongest area that's what i was gonna ask. yeah and so what we've talked about is that uh if we're gonna do that we got to put our pride on the shelf a little bit mm-hmm. and figure out what's best and what's well and are either of you really passionate about marketing not particularly yeah, yeah. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, it's up to me i'd make a song and someone would push it yeah for me. I, right. I, I think that's the end goal is like once we have a team surrounding us that like some handle whatever it is, marketing, social yeah. media, this, like uh, ideally Jake and I would be in the studio and just working on new things. We have a right. great marketing company that we're interested in working on our next record with mm-hmm. and they told us flat out, they're like, oh yeah, you know, your stuff, your like social medias look good, but they're not great. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, you have like our YouTube is shit right now. And he's like, oh, you have 800 plus subscribers. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it, it was a compliment sandwich though. He's like, you have really impressive streaming Sp- numbers, yeah, Spotify but numbers. he's like, yeah. you can get your socials up. And right. like, he was just giving us advice. Like you should pay, you should take some uh, more casual photos. Like people like to see that you're just a human. Yeah, like, and that's why right. I mentioned that before where it's like, we need to get better at like just being, the candid-ish. being in the moment. Yeah. yeah. You know? Candid ish. <laughs> yeah. It was especially like, <laughs> over the last year because of COVID there's no live music yeah. so we like to like throw in pictures of us on stage and remind people like yeah. we play right. but like it basically felt like we were just influencers over the past yeah. year because it was just like model pictures if I you will that. you know like yeah. you get like you do a photo shoot to like appear professional but it's like alright 
you, we're a band, you know. Like, and right. and the, the attention span for content is killer because we'll take. It's we'll, only getting shorter. We'll do this amazing photo shoot, and we find out okay, we can only use three of the thousand photos we yep. took because yeah. they get bored. Yeah, you see the like count just drop. It's like, oh wow, five hundred likes is a I cool know. photo. 300, 280. Yeah, Dude, okay. yeah it's On crazy. The next. Sorry. It's, no, it's like insane though. It's, it's quick. It's, it's quick. insane. Yeah. And, and it's both good. I think for me, I mostly don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'd, like, I'd like people to listen to the – like when we release a song, this is the most frustrating thing. Yeah. We'll work on this song or like record and they'll be like, wow, when's the new music coming out? It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. The day after. Sing sing every all the lyrics to all the songs for me and then ask me when right. the next song is coming Pe- out. Because people you know? don't get what goes into it. They don't. And they, and they don't appreciate it enough. You know, I, for me, the, on the same day we released our record, The Killers released a record called Pressure Machine. Mm-hmm. Ask Matt. He must get annoyed. I I bathe in that record. <laughs> I brush my teeth to Pressure Machine, you know, and I, I now have no – I probably know like 75% of the lyrics. I'm uh-huh. still working on it. And I'll keep listening for the next year. Right. And that's just because – when you love a band or even like a band, mm-hmm. you should g- give it a shot. Listen to all the songs. Right. And- committed. Yeah, man. Can't it's- say I'm like that, but I hear yeah, you. Yeah, that's okay. I'll work, but, you, but you're inspiring you me to work working on it. You know? Yeah. You're like, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I really should. It's worth it. Because especially even you might find a, you might find out that, you know, Viva La Vida by Coldplay isn't your thing that you might yeah. like the hardest part off X and Y, a B side. Cause, and that's what, okay. that's why you gotta give every song a chance. Cause there's so many records by so many bands where I'm like, oh, I love this song. And right. It's not in their top five most popular. You right. know, it's a great example for me personally. I was going to visit him in college. Uh huh. And I had just heard Bruce Springsteen's song. So I have a second record called New York City Serenade. Okay. And if you're a Springsteen fan, you love that song, but you're, you're sure. a diehard fan. But anyone that you passed on the street, if you asked a hundred people, I guarantee, what, like 98 wouldn't know it. Yeah. And anyways, when I discovered that song, I, it was about a two hour ride to his college. Uh, it's the only song I listen to on repeat the entire way there. I do that a lot. And it's too. just cause like, A, it's fresh. And B, like once you find something that's so great, you just need, you gotta give it its time it deserves. Yeah. You know, totally. I, I wish people would do that more often these days. And it like when it hits in that right moment, my yeah. boyfriend gets so annoyed because yeah. I listen to the same song over and over and over. It's great. It's cause it's hitting right Good. now. Good. It's literally hitting I, right now. I say you keep doing that. Yeah, I'm I'm really committed and, but, to that. But then on the flip side to on the good I think the good side of like quick content is that it's almost like things get things can get erased, maybe. You can get out of an era that sure. you maybe didn't love. Like we mm-hmm. just released a slow song called It's Alright, Let Me Go before the record came out. Yeah. And it it did well, but it still was slower than most of our like banger upbeat okay. songs. So we were able to quickly pivot out of like in like a month or two. It was like, okay, yeah. our, our light counts are low, the streams are slower, but you know what? Let's just Go on to the next thing. But it's someone's favorite song, maybe. Very true. Because yeah. that's the thing. There, there is a market for it, for sure. I, yeah. think, I think in general, it's not the song. It's more like people prefer the like the upbeat, happy stuff yeah. on a day-to-day. I feel that. You know? And obviously, there's some people that don't. Right. You know? And yeah. you never know what hits. You never know. Uh, another good thing about like the quick attention span of like today is it's almost like good pressure to always be one step ahead. Mm-hmm. We're like, we always want to have a song in our pocket that we could release yeah. where mm-hmm. it's like, all right, things are slow right now. Uh, let's put out a song next month, yeah. you know? Right. So uh, we try to write for a compilation, like an EP, as yeah. opposed to like singles. Because mm-hmm. we, we've had advice from like a couple of friends that work at labels are like, you should release a song at least every three months if wow. you want to stay relevant. Like that's yeah. what it needs to in be. In 2020, we released two songs, I think, Just a Little More and Be the Change. 
And now in 2021, we were able to release six songs. And, wow. And that's why I think, and we're on track. We already have a couple more in our pocket. Yeah. So what we, what we're trying to do is release at least 10 to 12 songs in a year. Okay. So once a month, pretty much yeah. have that capability. Uh, I and, think that's doable. Yeah. I think okay. you just got to stay relevant and, uh, get ahead of the curve. Yeah. So let's talk about that though. Like the break, the, the, the thing, the tour, the tour. How did we get here? How, how did we get here? How did this occur? Where are you going? Give us the details. So the tour, uh, is in October and November. Okay. And good friends in the Brevet. Yeah. They're good guys. We're supporting a band called the Brevet. Love it. And, uh, we're playing in Anaheim. Uh, House of Blues. Anaheim oh, House fun. of Blues. And then we'll do San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. And okay. then on the East Coast, New York, uh, Philly, and DC. Ah, and so fun. Yeah. It'd be awesome because obviously we haven't played since COVID hit. Yeah. But also, like Jake said, we went through like a lineup change. So this will be our first time with us and a touring <laughs> member, a good friend of ours mm-hmm. named Tim. Damn. And we've been rehearsing really hard. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be like, it's going to be a blast just mm-hmm. to experience that again and like in front of uh a live crowd and all of this because yeah. people were doing like virtual performances yeah you know like a lot of like Stand streaming ups. stuff yeah, yeah. so we're just excited to be in front of people again and i think um in terms of the the technological side of our set we have always tried our best to be as organic possible mm-hmm. live and a lot of people use tracks we use tracks uh pre-recorded tracks mm-hmm. and uh map plays to a click um a click yeah so like a metronome like okay. yeah, it basically keep you on time yeah oh i'm like uh. yeah so map plays <laughs> to a click track and um we have like different tracks different triggers running through the show and that being said with the duo it was a little tougher to stay organic uh-huh uh but that's why we're bringing tim and uh, what is tim tour. He'll, right. it's as we love about him. He's a multi-instrumentalist. Like, okay. Similar to myself, he'll play like, the show will have to be like guitar, keyboards, vocals, gotcha. like a little bit of everything. So okay. yeah, we'll switch it up song to song. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So who, like, how did the tour get organized? Did you organize it? Did someone help you organize it? it how it, did you get the opportunity? A lot of tours are, geez, they're different. They're all different because like you can get on one through the booking agent. Okay. Uh, you can get on one because you know the band or, okay. and in terms of individual shows, you could say, uh, you could contact the venue or you could, uh, the, the talent buyer there, or you could contact the band who will get, so there's all the different avenues. But so for this particular avenues. one, we were friendly with the band and they were, we told them that we could help them in certain markets and there were certain markets we wanted to break into. Yeah. And they were kind enough to give us, uh, quite a few dates on the tour. Love that. Yeah. I re- so, okay. This is a dumb question, maybe, but like, are, are you in a van? Are you on a plane? We sold our van. Okay. <laughs> which sucked. And so just for this tour, we're taking, we're taking my Toyota Corolla. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it, just cause like, again, it's that we talked about it earlier where, uh, you need to know where to save your money. We yeah. can fit in the Corolla. Mm-hmm. We don't need luxury and okay. we'll probably, we have a place to stay in each city. Cool. So once we're there, I mean, why, we're not, we're not going to be sleeping in the car or anything. So we're good. But you're driving. Yeah. And we have, we, one of our tours, we slept in the van the whole time. Okay. It's great. <laughs> See, these are the que- I'm like these are the questions I yeah. my brain wonders yeah. about. And, and these are also the things I think we're gonna look back like fondly on. It's baby, like yeah. baby powder showers. <laughs> it's like, I loved living in the van I and sleeping it. there. And I think uh, if we get to a point where we're like on a tour bus, whatever it is, it's like oh, I'm gonna long for those days almost mm-hmm. that we were in the yeah. van together. I agree because some some of my best like it seems feels like a cliche, but some of my best stories and memories are from struggling on tour. Yeah. Uh, Although the the lineup has changed, it's still I, I I still love those times. It was good. Very good. So 
what would your advice be to somebody who wants to do this? It's a good question. Work hard and uh, and know that it's not going to happen for you in three minus three years. Yeah. You, you, Go ahead. Yeah. No, it's just like, I guess something I really, again, I don't want to keep patting ourselves in the back too much, but um, I just admire that we persevere a lot. Yeah. And uh, I think one of like the mantras that we live by as a band, friends and whatever you want to call it is uh, patience and perseverance mm-hmm. is like, if you have, something that you're proud of and you think is a good product, which we think our songs are, mm-hmm. they're strong, that it's just a matter of time. As long as you continue to work hard and persevere, mm-hmm. like, it will just happen, And even, you know? more, even more than the patience part, I think what you, what, uh, what I can highlight about that is just good products and perseverance. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing, I mean, like, and that, and so arbitrary what you can call a good product because, like, someone could have a poorly produced record and think that it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. And they can't understand why they're not breaking in. But um, that's why I think it's important to be objective about your music and to have other people tell you, oh, your production's ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should change that. And we've had that happen where uh, we just needed to make necessary upgrades. Sure. Yeah. So for an advice to someone, I'd say write your bad songs, mm-hmm. produce them poorly, and then keep working hard and the next match the next batch make it better. Yeah. Because we I'm so proud of us for this too, that we've always tried to make every batch of songs better. Yeah. In every sense of that. Production and writing. Mm-hmm. And if you were to go on our Spotify and listen from the earliest stuff we have on there till now, yeah. It's evident. That yeah. the writing has gotten stronger and the production. So. Well, yeah. And like then each step, you just like make the, you know, this might cost more at first or yeah. whatever. You just make that conscious decision. Yeah. And again, yeah. like you, you just want to keep getting better. It sounds so simple, but like if you can do better than what you released last, you're going to just keep going up. Yeah. I think the 10,000 hours rule really applies to oh, yeah, where it it's like if you put your nose down and like work hard on like what you're doing, then it'll show hopefully through the yeah. music or whatever it is that you're doing. If I played you like some of the first things, like like the Jake Stammy P compared to what we're doing now, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Like what I, what it was. And you know, for for a young me to have been like, oh wow, like now that I now that I've recorded this EP, I'm gonna get that tour. Right. You're wrong, kid. No, you're not. Like you need to improve this like a hundred times over, and then you still will be considered for the tour. Yeah. And then do it again. And then hopefully eventually you'll get on there and, you know, and so on. I know. Why do people think it's so easy? It's not. It's It's like 20 steps for like every micro step. Yeah. Yeah. And you know something we wouldn't be – there's an obvious struggle where you – this is no – this is not throwing any – or this is not sling mud to people who have – full-time jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but in it's for our lifestyle, it seems like I don't want to say the easy way out cuz it's very hard to to work a totally. consistent job like that, but there's a reason that we struggle with this career on for fun, you know, just yeah. to, to enjoy it and to enjoy what we're doing. And we like I said we believe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And I think uh if you work hard, you will get there. Yeah. So that being said, like I think the reason we deal with some of the hardships of our industry is because we like what we do. You know, I love that. Okay, maybe last question. Hit me. What was there like a moment ever in time, like like the you know you were like this is it, this is the dream, this is that's it, that's like the a, moment. I get a lot of that during live shows, like a good live show. You play a good live show, you're like, why would I do anything else? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think it's also just like gratifying to uh see the growth like over time like yeah. it's th- there are definitely those checkpoints where like that show was amazing and it was validating mm-hmm. or like this song is doing really well and i'm so happy about it 
But I think it's like the collective whole where it's like, I'm proud that we came from nothing to now something. Yeah. And like, we're still growing. Um, and like Jake said, I forget who, uh, who said the quote, but something that stuck with me recently was like, you either work to make your dreams come true or you work for someone else to make their dreams come true. And I yeah. was like, damn, it's heavy. Yeah, that's heavy. <laughs> I fuck with that. <laughs> well, guys, you guys are so lovely. I'm just so excited to see what happens for you guys. It was such, a, it was such a pleasure to do this. Oh my I, gosh. Really. Yeah. Well, thank you guys seriously so much for coming on the podcast. Please tell everybody what's next, where we can find you. We mentioned the tour. We are it, girls. Are you? <laughs> these are our confetti. I love that. <laughs> but like, Who people get that. Oh God, I, this is so uh, bad. He's I good. He's good at this. Okay, good. It's either like Nelly or Usher. Or, I think it's. I think it's Usher. Usher. I think it's Usher. The, I only know because you and your brother say it. There's a Glee mashup of it, and it's so good. It's like I'll play yeah, it for can, can, can you play out this uh, episode with that mashup from Maybe. Glee? I'll think about <laughs> it. Um, he. Uh, I was gonna say he he knows like so many songs. I don't know how you know all these songs. But I'm the same with TV. What what were some nice. of the songs yeah. that I didn't know that you were like? How do you not know this? I, I didn't know <laughs> my Sharona. My now I know my it. Sharona. You know, I don't know that. Thank God. <laughs> my, 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 my Sharona. I'll play it to you after. Okay, guys. Um, Great th- talk. Thank you for having us on. Oh my god, of course. So nice of you. Oh my gosh, you guys are Your so setup fun. is so nice, and dude, thank you for filming. Thank you. Oh my gosh, you. you guys are so sweet. Tell us where we can find you. Okay. Uh, like Jake said, we just released an EP, so it's on all platforms: That's Spotify, iTunes. Yes. Definitely check out the music. What's that EP called? But uh, it's called "Be the Change" EP, and we have another EP lined up. Uh, no definite release date. We're looking at early 2022. Love it. And then uh, we'll be on tour supporting the Brevet this fall. And you can find tickets on our website. And who knows? You might see us on our Love Island re- rerun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're just going to keep working to kind of grow and be everywhere we can. And yeah. So pretty much if you look up Friends at the Falls, Friends at the Falls on mm-hmm. anything, you will find it. Because I'll tell you how Nice enunciation. It, and I always say it's not Friends of the Falls, not Friends yes. from the Falls, Friends at the Falls. I fuck with the ad. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You'd be surprised how many people were like, oh, what's your band name? It's Friends at the Falls. They're like... Friends who fall. And you'll be surprised how fast it happens because I have gotten like a borderline, not rude, but like yeah. I, I enunciate so hard now where I'm like, oh, what's your band name? Friends at the Falls. And it's like, like where it's like, oh, Friends of the Falls. Like, no. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> not it. Nice try. <laughs> I wonder what the Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl will turn into. <laughs> People are just going to slur it all together. Yeah. You'll see. I like I like the term wannabe. I guess Thank that you. I'm, I'm gonna move, I'm using that. I think use it in an endearing way though, like not a, like a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. like you know, it's more it's nice. murpy. Yeah, you mm. know, it's like uh, like I want to be that, not not like I'm not that. It's, I think I want to be it. I think the sure. way I'm using it right now is like in in like kind of the slick sense of like this is what you think of me. You think I'm a wannabe. Mm-hmm. But maybe I am, maybe I'm not, but this is what I'm going to present to you exactly. out of that. And also, like, I think it's so much about where you're going, not yeah. what I, you're I not- agree. Yeah, exactly. You well, you guys that. are wonderful. Please give us your personal Instagrams, too. Jake Stam. That's J-A-K-E-S-T-A-M as in Michael. Love it. And Matt Montgomery. I had a guy comment on my page. He's like, yo, bro, some of your, your, uh, at, <laughs> at Matt Montgomery. Cause there's a handful of Matt Montgomery. I, oh, yeah, I was like, there's only one real Matt Montgomery. I contacted <laughs> Matt Jake and I asked him. At Jake. At Jaw. Yeah, I have, I contacted both of those. I think that there is an at Matt. It's pretty cool. Nice. You guys are so funny. <laughs> you guys can, I thank you guys seriously so much. Thank you for having us. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And a big thank you to friends at the falls for coming on the podcast. Definitely check them out. 
go to their shows, download their music. I love talking to them. And guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. 